0: Welcome back to Nail Babe Pod, a podcast dedicated to interviewing the Nail Babes of the Nail World. I'm your host, Abe the Nail Babe, full-time content creator, nail influencer, and podcaster. This week, my nail babe, is Shan from Clawgasmic, a fellow podcaster, Clawgasmic podcast, Nail Tech Talks, which, if you've not heard, I was the guest on her episode on Monday, which I will link below. We're doing a double feature, so I share some of my story on her podcast. I go deeper into how I got into nails, The story about how i got the name abe the nail babe but in this episode we get to hear about shan's background how she started her podcast and created her nail network which is aimed to help nail techs and educate them on easy nail art that they can do for clients She's honestly such a sweet person. So I can't wait for you to hear this episode. So without any further ado, oil those cuticles and lotion your hands. <laughs> and welcome Shan to the pod. I'm so excited to welcome Shan from Clogasmic on Instagram.
1: Hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys know her from her Clogasmic Instagram, but also Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks podcast you podcast inception so we're gonna do a little double feature (laughs) so excited for this and you have the online education platform media empire
1: oh i love that i'm gonna make sure we change this on on the things that we write yes
0: (laughs) definitely an empire
1: oh i love that thank you so
0: much yeah i love i love it i just love nails because you're also a licensed nail tech long time
1: Yeah, so I trained when I was 16, so straight out of school. So that's like, oh God, (laughs) like 18 years ago, long time, Um, but I love it, just love it. I went over here, I think, I don't know, it's probably different, but over here and back then as well, it wasn't as many like online classes, obviously on like Instagram wasn't even a thing, like it was just literally me at college and I had to be there for um two years and I did a national diploma so I did massage waxing tanning lashes you know the whole shebang but even before I started I was like I just want to do nails like I used to go with my mom and watch her have her nails done and I was like that is me I want to do that like but I had to do all of it and then once I'd finished then I could be
0: like no I just want to do nails (laughs) because where did you grow up
1: so I've always lived in the same little town. It's a little town called Basingstoke, um, about an hour from London. That's
0: nice. Okay, I like to uh, I like to do the SparkNote versions to get people's background, mm-hmm. right? So I give my example of how I got into nail polish was simply naillogical YouTube, COVID boredom, and self expression.
1: Love that, and the fact that you have the most dreamy nail beds in all of the land. Well,
0: that also helps. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> i'm like part of that's what people like like how do you ask like nail care tips and i'm like well like half of it is genetics i'll uh, like yeah. let's, let's be honest right like i've had hard strong nails since birth <laughs>
1: yeah, they're lovely yeah, look, i would love to do your nails. <laughs> would you let anyone do your nails
0: i think i would only let a content creator do my nails
1: please please i would love it. to have
0: you do my nails
1: if we ever meet i'm gonna bring a bag of polish and i would just <laughs> need to do those nails they're
0: perfect Oh, thank you. I would literally fly to London to meet you. (laughs) Stop
1: it. Stop it. I would love that so much. Have you ever been to London before? No. It's fun. London is one of my, I'm not in in London, so I don't go there all the time. Like I go there for like my birthdays or Christmas, like with Christmas coming up, we'll go because the lights are beautiful and the shopping's amazing. Um, I love London. You would love London. It's so Mm. fun. There's so much to do. So fun.
0: I'm so excited but I feel like I feel like I don't trust other people with my nails but like a content creator we're like we understand like what the deal is <laughs> so then I would under, like I would let cuz like we as content creators like we put our nails through a lot that like normal people should not yeah <laughs> literally but okay anyway, we're going to get to that but I want to go back to your spark notes of how you got into nail polish so if you can distill it down to like the minimal
1: <laughs> yeah sure so I think it was just always in me like even at school I would be like at the back of the class I would do you have like tipex you know like Is it to, like white out yeah 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 okay. yeah so I would tip x on my nail and then like take a Biro or take like a gel pen and like doodle on the like tipex so like I always had like this thing for nails and then obviously my mum she's she was a hairdresser so she was like super into all that side of things you know like the beauty industry and all this stuff so I always used to go with her and have her nails done and I think I just always was like I want to do that and then it was after doing the diploma um ironically I couldn't get a job in a salon because like I said I live in a really small town so it's only a handful of salons and I think they qualified like 60 people at the same time so chances of us all getting a job locally was not going to happen so I ended up finding a I worked for Nails Inc in like a department store in the town that I lived which was amazing because it was on a nail bar so I was like this is exactly what I want to do so this is great and then I think after about a year I just had this niggle of like if I've trained in everything should I not at least give it a go? Like I should at least try and get a job in a beauty salon and do, you know, the whole thing. And then, yeah, very quickly was like, yeah, it's not for me. I talk too much for massage. I don't want to massage people. I want to talk to people. I want to like find out about them in their day and chat and just love that side of it. So very quickly became the nail tech, like unintentionally in the beauty salon. And then I was there for seven years um my now husband set me up a blog where I was just doing nail art with nail polish just literally as a as a hobby loved it um and then the incredible Katie Jane Hughes found my blog this was years ago like 2012 um and she emailed me and was like do you want to come to London Fashion Week and do the models nails and I was like yeah (laughs) sure (laughs) um but my the salon I worked in couldn't give me the time off to go so I left the salon to go and do London Fashion Week because I was like I was what twenty two I didn't have lots of responsibilities you know yet so I was like I've, I've just got to do it like how am I ever going to get into this if I say no so went and did it it was the most incredible like week so fun she's so nice and then I was like ah, I haven't got a job now because I've quit my job for a week's worth of work <laughs> um, so I was like ah. well. Maybe now's the best time to try and work for myself. So my husband was like, yep, let's try and find you like a room to rent. He's into marketing. So he was amazing, like helping me market my salon, market my nail studio. So went from no clients to fully booked, was there for seven years, loved it, loved every second of it, and then had our little boy and then COVID hit and then Clorgasmic was born.
0: Oh, I didn't realize it was so like during COVID. I guess COVID was a few years ago. I'm like, it feels like it was yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. That's exciting. Okay, I feel like that is such, I feel like that is a common theme that I hear with, I guess, now nail creators who are like, because I talk to more like DIY nail influencers, they have to like leave their job or like their day job to like commit to something, right? And like, that's the same thing. You had like your steady like salon job, but you had to like bet on yourself. Yeah. Like, how, how was that? Like, what is your mind process? You were just like excited about this new opportunity. Did you know like what was going to (laughs) happen? (laughs)
1: do you know what I think it was literally a case of I was just like this is an experience that I just can't turn down like Mm -hmm. I don't if I if I'd have known how I would have got into it without being offered the opportunity I might have been a bit more like oh okay maybe I'll apply next year but I was like who do you even contact to be like can I come to London fashion I didn't know so I was like I just feel like this is the opportunity of a lifetime and then after going and meeting her and she was so lovely and she literally sent me away with like all this nail varnish. and as much as I loved the salon that I was in we were literally like a family it was literally honestly amazing I do think everything happens for a reason and sometimes I work best under pressure just in general anyway and I think if I hadn't been given that uh split choice like what are you going to do are you going to take it or are you going to stay I could have happily seen myself staying there forever and not that there's anything wrong with that but now in hindsight seeing how much I loved working for myself obviously that's then inspired us to create a brand that the whole purpose is to help other people do that because I loved it So, so much. I think it was just meant to be. I was meant to be in a position where I was like, I haven't got a job. Like I've got nothing to lose. I either start up or I go back to my salon with my tail between my legs like, hey, remember me from 10 days ago? (laughs) Can I have my job back? (laughs) So I was like, right, it's like sink or swim. Like, you know, I might as well try and make it work. So yeah, I think it was the idea of it being so exciting and new and different. And like I said before, like I love London. So the thought of just being there and around it all was amazing. Um, and yeah, I, sometimes I think it's good to be put in a corner because you have to make a move. And sometimes like the pivots can be the most special parts of your career, I think.
0: I agree. I feel like that's like, you have to make it have stakes where it's just or like, I'm like, oh, it's just like, I don't know what, I could paint my nails, I could do whatever. But like, if you have to choose, you have to commit, then it yeah. like, makes it feel different, right? Yeah,
1: and I think sometimes as well, when you have that like pressure, you go to work. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like as soon as you take that leap of like, you know, even like in the content creating space, as soon as you're like, no, I want to do this. Like I've decided now this is final. Like you are more ballsy at, like, I oh, know I'm going to reach out to that brand because what have I got to lose? Like, you know, when I had no job, I was like, i got to make this work. I better like walk around with my leaflets and be like, hey, you need your nails done. Come on in, I got you it's gonna be fun like had that hustle yeah. you know whereas I think if it was just a bit like oh I do it part-time then you're a bit like I, I personally would have maybe been a bit more chill it was good for yeah. me. To
0: I think that also like for me now that once I transitioned to like full-time I was like more on top of negotiating like it I was like no I'm like this is it like I have to like make sure I'm getting paid the right amount like I'm not gonna take like pennies <laughs> you know whatever like you yeah. must have it seems like it should be the opposite like oh you're doing full-time like just take whatever you can i'm like no no this is my full-time job like i need to be paid properly
1: (laughs) literally it's good it's like a big like mindset shift isn't it because you're almost like as soon as you take that leap you're like okay cool it's go time like we gotta make this we gotta make this happen (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) there's no other way But I was like, when I started, I was like in school, like, you know, I was just like, oh, so for fun. Like, sure, I'll give you whatever you want. Like, I have plenty of time, even though I didn't. But that was the same <laughs> thing, like working under pressure. Like, it makes you perform. It makes you, like, good at your craft. Yeah. But I wanted yeah. to go back to your husband, right? It's... Jovan.
1: Jovan,
0: yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was going to
1: love that you you knew his name. He's literally going to love that. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I
0: tomorrow. went back and listened to your first episode. So we got a little bit of your backstory, which I feel like I was, I hadn't scrolled all the way back because you have over a hundred episodes. So impressive. Thank you. (laughs) Amazing. So I went back and listened to your first one, but he's okay. So is he's the marketing genius in this relationship? (laughs) Yeah,
1: 100%. 100%. I, I do feel like he probably could smash out a banging set of nails now, to be fair. The amount of videos he's edited and the amount of nail chat he's had to sit through where I'm like, oh my gosh, i got this today. Look at this. Look at this color. Look at this. Look at this application. Look at that. He, I think if I just sat him at my desk and said, go, I think I'd be quite impressed with what he would produce. But on paper, yes, he is the marketing <laughs> whiz.
0: <laughs> you should do a video, boyfriend, husband does my nails.
1: yes 100 percent. i would love to i keep saying this
0: to him so then he started your blog what was had you like known about blogs at that point or like was that a thing that you like where how did that Um, come about
1: you know what random story so without going into it too much i basically had a bit of a setback in life i was in a bit of a situation i was i basically called him up crying because the way I thought things were going to go at that time, they just weren't working out. And it was all a bit of a mess. And I called him up and I was like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, I don't like, I feel like I kind of had that stage when I was like early 20s where I was like, yeah, I, I, like, I like what I'm doing. But I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not crazy passionate about anything. And what I thought was going to happen fell through. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? You know? And he was amazing. He's so sweet. He's, he's always been so lovely, bless him. And obviously he was just chatting to me on the phone, like chilled me out, calm me down. And then in the morning, he just sent me the link because that's his world, like his world's marketing blog. Like he's always worked online and wanted to continue to work online. So that's like his world was so different to what I knew from being in a salon and seeing clients all the time. So he just sent me this link, which was chantelvermont.com. And I was like, this is really cute, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know why you've given this to me, but I think it's really lovely. And it was like just this page of like, you're going to smash it. And I was like, what do I, what do I do? And then, yeah, he was like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. You're going to like take pictures just just for fun. Like just post your nail art, like post your nails and just enjoy it. And Once he showed me the like the WordPress background and what to do and like all of that, like a couple of posts in, I was like, I love this. This It's like a diary. It's like Dear Diary. I got this nail color day, and I love it. And yeah, blogging wasn't even really a thing then. Like not like how it then grew to be and was. It's the one thing that not a regret. I try not to have regrets, but it's the one thing I think. Oh, if I just been consistent until blogs became blogs, and then thing like because I really enjoyed it, but then obviously. After fashion week and then trying to start your own nail studio, like my time was focused. Like you said, I was then in like, i got to make money. I need to get clients. So I need to focus on that side of things. Um, but yeah, so that was him.
0: <laughs> I'm jealous. I want someone like, be like, yeah, yeah, do this. Like,
1: <laughs> He's so good, honestly. And I think as well, that's where like, like na- now I would say now at this stage of orgasmic and where we are, like I'm really trying to like push him to, be on stage with me and be on the podcast with me because, like, not even just saying it because I'm his wife, but he's just genius. Like, the way his brain works. And I know he has so much value he can give to creators, nail techs. Like, he's he's just on it. Really, really good.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, give us some of your secondhand knowledge. <laughs> like, what, is, <laughs> what are the, some of the things? Like, he started the blog. He was on top of it. And then, like, social media, too. Like, now, like, marketing, like, that is literally... I feel like that, I mean, that's social media, right? That's, like, how we make money as nail creators, aside from, like, doing other people's nails, if you're a nail tech. Which I'm like, that is, like, literally the world we live in. So it's, like, the most powerful thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's, he's amazing. He's just got a real, like, eye for it. And I guess as well, it's, like, the way how I'm so passionate about nails and, like, helping the nail world. And I know that from, like, a nail tech point of view, like, when you branch out and go on your own, especially if you're working like solo, it's the most rewarding, most incredible thing you can do. But it's so scary. And it can be really lonely. And that's why I was like, if we can create orgasmic into being that place where I'm literally like, if you want to DM me, DM me like I go live every single week without within the network, like, how was your week? Did you have a tricky client? Let's talk it out. Did you this? Did you that? Let, Let me help you. Because I know how lonely it can be. And I'm so grateful that I had him through that process. Because yeah, he just has a different like outlook on it. Like, you know, like he's the marketing side and then I'm like the practical nail side of it. So obviously I'm I'm learning and soaking up all of the things that he tells me. But yeah, I want him to like, I'm trying to like push him out there and so that he can share more with people because he's really good.
0: Let's get into <laughs> what the Clogasmic Empire is. <laughs> like what it. are your, <laughs> <laughs> what are the categories?
1: Okay. So the Clogasmic Nail Network as a, like a summary, is basically a monthly membership where every single week I release new tutorials. So, but they're aimed at nail tech. So quick, salon-friendly nail art designs that you can charge for so you can make more money, but you can produce nice and quickly. I can share all my tips and tricks, time-saving hacks to help you get those nail art looks down. Obviously giving you like the latest trends as soon as they're happening, because there's like new releases every single week. So you've always got the hottest things or like now I'm like just chucking loads of Christmas inspo at them. So they're ready for like the weeks ahead with all their clients coming up so there's uh over 520 tutorials at the moment so people can watch them back whenever they want as many times as they want and new ones are added all the time and we cover like builder joe application prep all the way through to like nail art and like i said different trends and things like that and then there's a weekly coaching call within that as well where i just just chat just literally like a like a big sister chat like what upset you today or what went great this week? Like Let's celebrate each other or let's talk about it. Or are you, I'm in and are in about um, this product compared to this product. If I've tried it, I'll tell you I'm not associated with any brand. I can be totally transparent and be like, yeah, this is a bit more like this or this consistency is like that. So just purely to help. Um, and then we have the podcast, which started not December just go on the December before um and like you I feel like I can tell you love it as well it's just so nice isn't it chatting to different people and finding out like like tell me how did you start what do you do what's your favorite things to do love it love love that and I felt like that was a nice like free way to help people like you just listen to the podcast and there's some incredible texts on there obviously we're gonna have your gorgeous self on there soon as well um yes (laughs) um just share it so whatever it is you want to get into whether it is starting your own salon whether it's building your salon having like people working for you whether it's content creation and me and Jovan are on there doing like uh, more mindset things you know like to combat that like lonely feeling or self-doubt and how to manage social media in a positive way because that's like a whole minefield as well isn't it so that's the podcast but yeah like average day it's we've got a little one so he wears the trousers he is the boss Um, (laughs) but on paper I like to get up at about six o'clock and I work before he wakes up at about eight so I get like a couple of hours in there and then I'm with him until about four when Jovan we like high five on the stairs Jovan takes the baby I come upstairs Uh, and then I do some work from four till six and then I finish then and dinner, bath, bed, put him to bed, and then we'll both work in an evening. So whatever kind of needs to be done in them slots gets done, whether it's Insta content um, or podcast editing or recordings, they all kind of go in those little pockets.
0: Best ones, like, ask, like, what percentage of each, like, if you have an idea of, like, how much the podcast versus, like, content. Like, for me, I feel like content doesn't take that long, surprisingly. Like, I mean, you paint your nails. But then like the podcast, it's like once a week. But then it's like, how many hours am I? <laughs> it's like Yay! the percentage is like so much bigger, even though it's just like one podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I do find I try and like like batch cook loads. So I have like yeah. two, three weeks where I'm like recording. And then I'm like, okay, that's enough episodes. Like, say so that's eight episodes. That's like a good eight weeks. Let me just stop recording now and then I'll edit those. And then, and then I'll like do it again. So I do it like in chunks.
0: I feel like, I think I need to do that more because I think I'm just kind of like going and going and just like trying to just keep going and not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's a lot juggling like content and then you're trying to like liaise with different brands and different things and then podcasts and liaising with different people, guests for the podcast, like scheduling
0: and yeah.
1: I hear you, I hear you babe, I hear you. (laughs) So literally that's what I do. I kind of like, yeah, I'll have like a month where I might be having like two, three podcast recordings, you know, a week. And then then I chill out for a bit, edit those. And then a couple like a month later, I'll be recording someone.
0: But then also, are you the only one making tutorials on the Clogasmic education?
1: Yeah, yeah. So okay, when network. we first started, there were some people um, that we were working with. But like I said, it was in lockdown. So I think, and even for me, it was kind of another like pivotal moment in our career I guess because like I didn't go into lockdown thinking that this was going to become a business I went into lockdown with a with a six-month-old baby Mm. thinking that in like a month's time I was gonna go back to work (laughs) and I had um, my first in-person nail art class sorted had all my clients messaging me like I can't wait for you to come back and I was like babe same can't wait to see you it's been seven months then boom we're in the house for like yeah year and a half. So it wasn't um, the plan. So when we first started Clawgasmic, it basically came, we had Clawgasmic kind of bubbling along while I was at the salon, but it didn't really have an idea. It was just an Instagram page where I would share positive quotes and I would share other nail techs work purely because at the time, so again, back like 2013, I didn't feel like there was that positive nail space online. People could be quite like, guarded with like what they were using or how they were working and it was just yeah it was a bit more like standoffish I guess
0: probably even more for like nail techs yeah 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 yeah
1: Yeah. so it was very much like positive quotes and I would screenshot people's work and I would share them and be like how incredible is this tech love her work follow her the next day I'd share someone else it was like that and then I kind of blogged, I did like blog interviews kind of alongside that. But again, it wasn't a focus because I had my nail studio and I had my clients and I was busy with that. Um, So Plorgasm was kind of always bubbling along. And then because I was due to go back to work again, Jovan, bless him, love him. He was like, how do you feel? And I was like, I just want to create again. Like I love being a mum, but I want to create. I miss that. Um, So I started doing like free lives on Instagram and just chatting to the community. And, you know, it was in the like depths of, lockdown when no one knew what was going on and then I'd come downstairs and everyone would be like well what have you done with the content and I was like what do you mean I just pressed stop and he's like what do you mean you just press stop and I was like well what else am I going to press <laughs> it literally <laughs> says like discard or share so I just clicked discard and he was like no like you're enjoying this like surely we could create like a website where like all your content is saved and then people could come back and I was like that's actually a really good idea he was like yeah like let's do it like I can create the website I can create the app and then you could create the content so yeah we had a few people we were working with but then obviously when lockdown ended again that was a pivotal point for us that we were like oh do we like we're enjoying orgasmic now we've got all these videos we're building more of a community or do I go back to working and doing clients again and then a lot of people we were working with naturally they were excited to go back to work so it was kind of like do we just take it on or do we just leave it so we were like yeah let's just keep going
0: and then so were you making content before or this is kind of like all kind of started during this time
1: yeah the only content i had before was pictures of my clients nails
0: oh okay so then how was that like that's because like also when i talked to nail techs or even like i was talking to like a makeup artist last weekend and she was like, me, like, oh, I don't really have that much like social media. And I'm like, yeah, because you're doing clients' makeup and nails. Like my focus is the video. The f- product is the video for me. Like the nails, I'm just like, it's the medium to the make the video. Yeah. Whereas like if you're doing a client's nails, like the video is secondary. Like it's about making, making sure the nails of the client is like correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like two whole jobs.
1: Yeah definitely and i think like i had like content but it wasn't and again like when i had the salon content creators weren't even a thing like it wasn't a thing it was like i would post on my instagram to tell people that I had an a name studio that they should book into and that that was yeah. it. Like, it wasn't um what yeah, it is just,
0: now yeah
1: but time. yeah no videos just literally pictures and
0: <laughs> so then how did you what was that learning process like trying to make videos
1: i think i'm still very much learning and I feel like just trying to find just your own style and find your own feet with it all. Because you kind of, you still want to be you, don't you? Do you know what I mean? You don't want to like just do the same. You kind of want to have your own stamp on it. Like, like obviously you've got that incredible ring that you do and all your shots. Like even if you didn't have your name, I would know it was your content and your nails, your hands. So still trying to build and grow that. Um, but then obviously with the network as well, sometimes what I'm creating for that versus what I want to create for content can be different which is good because then I have more things to post and more things to share and then other times I'm more like focused on the network or like requests because we take requests from our community if they're like oh Shan I'm struggling with this or how do you do this I'm like oh I'll make a video for you so yeah still trying to find my feet with it but I love it I love creating the content I think it's like such a magical time in the industry that like this can be people's jobs and then you can be flexible and you can like that work-life balance that something that I sort of say to people when when I coach them I loved my studio literally loved it but I definitely didn't have a very good work-life balance back then so it's something that you know like for people coming into the industry or people who are in the network I'm like just please be mindful of that because you're still you behind the nail tech you're still you you still need time with your family you still need time with your friends you still need time to do what makes you happy um and i feel like actually for me and for a lot of people like getting more into content is like a great way for people to you know do something different and you know work in a different way which is
0: nice what are the you said you kind of create a different maybe different vibe or different videos for the network what makes those videos different for like the network versus your instagram
1: yeah so i feel like when i'm creating like If you said to me, like, Shan, go and create something for Instagram that you're going to love, it would 100% be on my hand. And I'd be like chasing the light or trying to get like that natural sunlight and like running around. My neighbors must think I'm cuckoo because I'm like (laughs) chasing the sun up and down, like, especially in the UK. Like, we do, like, now it gets dark at like four. So (laughs) you're trying to get that sunshine. Um, Whereas, obviously, with the network, my priorities are different. My priorities are the members, the community, I want to give them as much value and as much content as I possibly can. But I can't be doing like gels on my nails three to four times a week. So like they'll be on on tips like this. Like I've just done that one today. Okay. Oh. And so it will be more me creating on tips. And then when it's like content or if I'm working with brands, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to like get the hand scrub out and get those like dreamy little, you know, shots going on.
0: So I yeah. I was going to say, I feel like those like hand bubbles shots are bubbles. like your thing
1: stop <laughs> oh, i love that do you know what? i've got to give credit to I don't know if you follow painted by Jules. um i don't know she's phenomenal she inspires me so much her work is just ugh. and she was the first person i've got to be honest that i saw with the bubble shot and i was like where's the bubbles i need to go find some bubbles like take me to the bathroom get me some hand soap <laughs> so i can't take i can't take credit for that. that's totally her she's fab you need to follow her
0: she's amazing okay <laughs> Well, I love seeing those shots of you. I love that. But I guess it also shows, like, I guess you can do that with gel. Yes. Yeah, because it's dry and you can just quickly. Immediately. Yeah. But I guess I'm curious. I mean, I always film on natural nails because that's just like, I'm just making that video. But, like, filming on, like, a tip versus, like, painting someone else's nails. Like, how is that... Cause I imagine like, you don't, you don't have to worry about like the cuticle and like, you just kind of like put it on,
1: yeah. which like yeah. seems
0: convenient, but then I don't know. Is there like different approach to like a tip versus an actual nail?
1: Yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, I think as well, like probably something more in the last like seven, eight months that I've kind of really thought about is, you know, the whole purpose of gel was that you didn't have to do your nail so often. But then the fact that, like content is a thing, and you're trying to like create content. I just had like this click, kind of like at the end of lockdown when I was getting more into content, and I was like, "This was never. This medium was never intended to be used that way. So we probably shouldn't. Be- I probably shouldn't be doing a fresh gel ne- set of nails on one hand two, three times a day. Like that's not yep. how it was meant to be used. Not <laughs> nail polish. It's gels. You're putting in a lab, It's all this stuff. So I was like, okay, that needs to stop. So I was like, if I want to keep churning out the content and the tutorials and the advice as quick as I want to for the members I need to do it on tips because I don't want to slow down on that and be like oh sorry guys I can't do it anymore I want to be like no I can let's do it this way and then sometimes they'll ask me to like see it on a thumb so I can I do it on like tips that are the same kind of size so they can see how it would look like on someone's actual nail and things like that Um, but yeah it is definitely different but yeah quite fun like it's it's fine it's just just a different way to do it sometimes it's easier as well like sometimes I'll say in some of my videos I'll be totally honest and be like obviously I'm twizzling the nail around which is making this a lot easier so if you're on a client make sure you're moving like their hand like this or put their hand in this direction so it's easier for you um but yeah I think I just kind of had that realization a little while ago I was like oh I probably need to not do it all the time on me
0: (laughs) yeah well because were you using a peel off base coat or yeah
1: yeah so you're like you know like
0: yeah it's still it's not great
1: yeah you know like the gels are meant to last you well I think and that's like going right back to the beginning I remember when shellac first came out and it was like revolutionary it it would last you like 14 days and people were like whoa 14 (laughs) days Whereas like now with a builder you can get like three four weeks so the product's been intentionally made to last you that long I, I probably shouldn't.
0: You shouldn't take it off within an hour.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah. I'm just going to um do some tips as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you mostly use gel?
1: Yes. So I do okay. a little bit of nail polish. I've done some events where I work with like nail polish and I love that so much because that like feeds the part of me that misses doing clients. Like I miss doing 10 on someone else um, mm-hmm. and not just having like an Instagram hand and a like broken one (laughs) that's why i like (laughs) (laughs) Yes, i'm actually matching but purely because i had a thing at the weekend this is rare and so yeah i i I do miss that i'm there's you know something so satisfying about like the client's reaction as well you know you've got a client that comes in with you know maybe bitten nails and you can totally transform them into a full set of extensions or someone that's come in with like four weeks growth and you can like change the shape and change the color like so satisfying um so yeah i've used nail polish at Um, Some events that I do and like London Fashion Week was all nail varnish and things like that. But for the content and I guess where it's more aimed at nail techs, it is more gel. I do a couple of videos in the network about like gel polish application because I just feel like it's the best. Like it's great to know how to do both. And they are very different, aren't they? Like how you Mm would work with how do with the
0: other that's what like it drives me crazy when i see videos of people who just use gel and then they like swatch a regular polish and it's like so thin and like streaky and they're like this regular polish is not opaque and i'm like yeah because you're putting it on like super thin like it's just <laughs> not anyway <laughs> <laughs> you're the pro you're the pro <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's interesting i don't like obviously i'm not licensed nail tech so i don't I've never experienced, I don't like painting other people's nails, to be honest. Like, I do not enjoy that process.
1: But that's because you have top-tier nails, babe. If I had your nails, I'd be like, I don't want to paint anyone else's nails either, because I have (laughs) this perfect five digits over here. I don't need to paint anyone else's nails.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I have said that. I'm like, no one else's nails are as nice as mine, so I don't want to paint them.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I get it. I totally get why you said that. (laughs)
0: There's all the prep. Also, I think with this is what I also just realized. I can't enjoy it. If I paint someone else's nails, what yeah, else? I do all that gone. work and then it's just gone.
1: They leave. Yeah. I hear you.
0: <laughs> At least like for now, like I make a video. Like I'll rewatch a video if I like like the nails or like I have my video to comfort me. Yeah. <laughs> but is that you don't paint any other clients' nails currently?
1: I do my best friend and that's it. Yeah. And I'll do like, like special occasions Like Jovan's nan came over from Jamaica uh, Back in June for the wedding So I was like oh my gosh you are going back
0: With fresh nails fresh toes
1: So like mm. I do it sometimes um, But my best friend she's the only one that I do Regularly every like three weeks
0: Yeah. So then let's go to the podcast Like you started the podcast <laughs> How was that like what did Was this like Jovan like being like The podcast like who brought up the podcast
1: <laughs> You know what plot twist that was me. Oh. Uh, I was like, I really want to start a podcast. I was like, but I also really want to just impress you. I want I want to go upstairs and figure out the tech all by myself, figure out how to do it all by myself, and come downstairs and be like, ta <laughs> he was like, okay, hey, I love this energy. Yeah, yeah, okay, you go, you go, you do you. And yeah, it probably took me like two weeks, like bought a course online, figured it all out worked it all out and then I was like you upstairs we need to record episode number one because we got a podcast honey
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then how was that how did the community receive that reaching out to other nail techs like how was that process yeah beginning (laughs)
1: You know what? Everyone's been so nice. Um, You know, some people have said like, oh, no, I find that a bit daunting. Like, no, thank you, which is absolutely fine. Even then, if people have said no, they've all been so lovely about it. And everybody who's said yes, I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking to every single person. The people who listen message me just so lovely I love the podcast so much so much more than I ever thought I could and I think it really fills that lonely void that I was kind of talking about earlier because I remember when I there was a transitional period from London Fashion Week to me finding the salon um or like a space to rent where I did it mobile for a bit and it was I just felt so lonely at that time because if I wasn't with a client I was like well I've got 45 minutes it's not long enough to go home and sit and have a cup of tea but it's too early to go and sit outside the house so I'll just sit outside this shop and eat another Mars bar like and and you just you can't call anyone because everyone's at work Mm. so I was like oh I just feel like really lonely and I hear a lot of people message me and say like we listen to it on the way to work or we listen to it on our lunch break and it just makes me feel like I'm not alone and I'm part of a community and that's like the best thing I love it when that's that's what I want that's ultimately my goal with the podcast is just I love the perfection of Instagram. Love it. Like, I know it can come with its pressures, but I love that. I love the visuals of, like, people's nail work, you know. Um, So many incredible texts inspire me from all over the world with their content and what they create. Um, But I think with the podcast, you just get a bit more of a raw real piece of content that people can relate to you know you can talk about what it's really like behind the scenes or you can talk about having a tough day you can talk about instagram and algorithms and and just make people feel less alone as opposed to scrolling through a feed of perfection because like i always say like instagram is a highlight reel But it should be because it is meant to be your best foot forward. You know, if you've got a salon and you're promoting your salon, you want people to see it and be like, I want to book in with them. So it should be your best foot. But equally, that can be a bit of like a mental load sometimes, can't it?
0: I definitely agree with that. And I think that's like, you just have to take each platform for their worth. What's their medium? What's their purpose? But I like podcasts. Like, I love listening to like just hanging out and like having that more intimate. Connection with people that, like you said, you don't get on Instagram because it's just supposed to be like 10 seconds, like boom, 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 pretty color done.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. literally. Yeah. And I think it's good, like just that honesty, you know, like I'm so honest on my podcast. I'll be like, yeah, absolutely. I'm falling out with Instagram at the moment and the algorithm, it's winding me up and I don't want to be on there. Or you'll, you know, you can just be more real about stuff where you'll be like, oh gosh, yeah, I remember the time that I, you know, glued myself to my client and oh, i did this or whatever and like, you can laugh and joke about it whereas obviously like i said your instagram is like your best foot forward which equally i love but
0: yeah yeah what was that story <laughs> you glued <Yeah>. yourself <laughs> that was uh
1: early on in my career when i just come out of college way back in the day when like tips were you know like extension tips i don't even seen them but they were like a mm-hmm. tiny little half moon that you stuck on the yeah. end of So, those, and I'd obviously put too much glue on the tip and I'd gone to stick it on her like this. And then my thumbs were stuck to her thumb. So, we were just in this very intimate, uh, (laughs) sticky situation, pun intended. Uh, And my manager basically had to come and bring a bowl of acetone over so we could like remove ourselves from each other. And I was like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I've just qualified, but I promise these are going to be banging when I'm finished. (laughs)
0: i feel like we've all done stuff like that you're like wait (laughs) what am i doing (laughs) that's also scary at least for me i'm like alone in my room like i'll just delete that video (laughs) (laughs) if you're sitting in front of another person i can't even imagine like in a room full of nail techs
1: (laughs) yeah literally but you know i mean this is it's good to have like podcasts because i think you can giggle about things like that and i think you know it's like with everything you know business is hard whatever you do working for yourself is hard and you're gonna have those moments that are embarrassing or when things go wrong especially at the beginning of your career but I often tell that story because I just want people to know that like you will laugh about it one day like in that moment I was absolutely horrified like oh my gosh my heart's beating I'm just like this is so awkward but now I laugh about that and I think you know it's it's character building right I never did it again so lesson learned
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that okay also Oh, well, because your podcast is named Nail Tech Talks, called GASMIC Nail Tech Talks. But you also talk to non nail techs occasionally, yeah. right? And other creators. I don't know if you see a difference in maybe the approach to nails or some of their insights versus a nail tech versus the like a DIYer, I guess. I feel like we need to reclaim DIY. It sounds like it's bad. Where I'm like, I'm a mm-hmm. DIYer, but like, no, like it's good. Like I know what I'm doing, but anyway. Yeah.
1: no I'm with you and I think so many people started like I definitely started doing my nails before I could do my nails do you know what I mean like like did the course I was I was already like oh yeah let me try that and going down to like my local shops and buying things and trying things like that's how it starts right it starts as a passion and then there's so many avenues you can go down now. You can either be a tech, you can get to content creation, you can nail enthusiasts. There's so many different routes, press-ons. I, I love that about the industry now that there's so much you can do. Um, but yeah, I love speaking to different people as well from different parts of the industry. And I think speaking to content creators is so exciting and nice, especially for a lot of the techs that are nail techs or have their own salon or want to work for themselves as well because now I think content creation and working for yourself there it's a bit of a blurry line sometimes obviously depending on where you want to take it but even if you even if you don't want to like work with brands and be a quote-unquote content creator but you've got a salon how great is it to learn tips from content creators on how to create that content to get more people through your door do you know what I mean? That the content creators know the tips about the lighting, the angles, the best kind of ways to figure out the algorithms, how long a reel should be, where the reels are the thing, where the hashtags are the thing. Like so speaking to content creators on the podcast, I always love, love doing that because they're so insightful on the whole a whole other side of the industry that I think is kind of filtering into the other side.
0: And do you feel like I know like sometimes when I talk to Nail creators who are DIYs or influencers and not nail techs, like it can be worse used to just showing our nails. Like we don't show our face. <laughs> Partly why I wanted to start the podcast is to show our faces and get to meet all these people. But I feel like it's sometimes they're a little shy or they're not used to it. Whereas it seems like a nail tech that's very personable. You have to be able to talk to the client, have that human connection and interaction.
1: Yeah. Do you know what is funny though? Because It's something that we do with the coaching and I've been doing a lot more in-person events this year, which I've absolutely loved. Personal development is is something I just love. I'm so into it. Love a personal development book. And I feel like when you're running your business, kind of getting into those sorts of things helps massively. And it's something I say to people, people buy from people. Mm -hmm. So I'm always trying to encourage nail techs to put their face out there because I say to them, you know, it's like, if your profile on Instagram is... You're showing your space, you're showing your face, you're showing all this stuff. Someone's going to be probably more likely to want to book in with you because they feel like they know you. They feel like, because it's scary going somewhere new, meeting someone new. Nails is a whole, the only kind of, not the only, but one of the only creative outlets I get where you're creating literally face to face with the client and you're holding their hands for an hour and a half. It's quite an intimate, intense thing for the first time of meeting someone on both sides for the tech and for the client so if the client can see your face they know what's like the chair is gonna they're gonna be sitting in what the desk's gonna look like what the walls look like a bit more about you I think it really really helps in terms of getting new clients so it's definitely something that I persuade or encourage I should say um a lot of our members to do because I think it's it's that whole thing it's scary putting your face out there on the internet. But I think it's so beneficial. Like if you're building your own brand and getting into content, amazing that people know who you are. And if you've got your own salon, amazing that people know who you are. But I get it because I was definitely scared to put my face out there at the beginning. And you just overanalyze everything, don't you? And then you just kind of get to the point where you're like, do you know what? It's, it's. I remember Jovan said to me when I was freaking out about it once, he was like, it's the same face that people see when you're walking around outside. Like you've been outside today. So (laughs) why would you not put your face on the internet day and I'm like yeah true like true true yeah good point okay let me go and get my camera <laughs>
0: yeah I feel like after like the third episode podcast episode you're like and I don't care like the voice yes. like people listening to your own voice you're like yep and it's great like I don't <laughs> I've heard it enough and there's nothing I can do
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> this is what it is we, we got what we got
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly but what okay so you're you're coaching people in your network do you find That there's a commonality in, like, problems or areas that people need work on the most? Or Um, I guess each person has their own goals.
1: Yeah, each person has their own goals and obviously, like, their own journey, either, like, where they are in their journey or what they want at the end of their journey. But totally contradicting that i think it's actually really lovely to see that there are people who maybe struggle with the same thing that you struggle with i've noticed that with a lot of our members like the same kind of questions come up and then people are like oh yeah i feel the same and i think that's half of the battle isn't it like once you realize that you're not alone and that you feel how someone else feels you know it doesn't feel so big then or it doesn't feel like you're being you're overthinking you're like okay no that is a thing okay cool we can talk about it and we can get through it together
0: i'm not strange or weird or stupid because i don't get it or yeah Yeah.
1: because we're not like we all like no question is a silly question you know like I always say like no one was born with a gel brush and a nail file knowing what to do like we all had to start at the beginning right (laughs) we all had that wonky nail shape that lumpy build gel or that like little cuticle that we couldn't quite get you know so it's just nice for people to know that it's it's it sounds so cliche but it really is just like a practice makes perfect thing isn't it? it's a consistency thing
0: yeah, that's also. I feel like. Well, I have like. I always have. People, sometimes I get people commenting. They're like, everyone should know that, and I'm like, who knew that? Like, they're like, I try to give a tip or like do a little tutorial, and they're like, everyone knows that, and I'm like, I didn't know this last year, like.
1: <laughs> Literally, I just don't understand comments like that. But then, don't you find when you get comments like that, sometimes it's not even from people who look like they do anything to do with no. nails. I you're
0: don't.
1: Like I'm like trolling <laughs> a troll and you're trolling me.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs>
1: tiktok's the worst
0: with trolls i am curious how it was i mean personally i'm like how did you monetize the podcast (laughs) like because you sometimes you have sponsors like um this recent one right was the opi collection Mm -hmm. recently so i'm like how was that journey like i guess your monetization journey in general because it is a different thing versus like working with clients is a very like i do the service you get this product money exchange versus like now like creating a video or or the network then it's like a different type of monetization and then like social media too like selling content or getting sponsors like i'm wondering how you learned about this whole like monetization world and content and like your yeah. process into doing this now full-time and making it part of your empire as i said
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? i think as well obviously Working with Jovan, we've got kind of like that our business heads on now. And we're just like, okay, where can we take this? How can we help more? How can we do more? What can we do? And I think with the podcast, it was probably about... Because it's like with everything. I say this as well with like social media and things. It's easy to see someone with a following and think it just happens. But it's it's work, right? It's work, it's time, it's consistency. It's like being consistent with something. And I think once we've done the podcast for probably about a year... I was like oh my gosh like looking at the insights obviously because you can see it all on the back end can't you as opposed to like Instagram where you can see the likes and stuff I was like it's amazing like so many people are loving this and we're really helping this is so cool and then Jovan was like it's definitely something that maybe we could like run ads on now like and you could it could be a win-win like you've got that audience there you've got these texts I think you know I can't remember what at what point it was but like I remember being super super happy when we got like 50,000 downloads and I was like that's wild that like the play button's been pressed that many times. That's so cool. I'm so grateful because I think as well, like I'm just so aware, I think especially now, maybe like the stage jam with like having a young child and stuff, like time is so valuable. Like everyone's busy. We've all got the same 24 hours a day and you can choose how to spend that however you want to. And the fact that people spend an hour of their day tuning into what I've created or what our guests have got to say. I'm just really, really grateful for it. So when you see it like building and growing and you get those comments and you get that real community feel, you're then like, okay, this could actually be a win-win where I can like showcase brands that I genuinely love. It's something that I will always, always do. I'll only ever work with um when it comes to ads, I'll only ever work with brands that I've genuinely used, genuinely love, genuinely work with, like good ethos, great product can we like collab some way on that? So yeah, Jovan sort of like put the idea idea out there. And I was like, yeah, I I guess so. Like it could be a real win-win. And yeah, I love it. I love that I get to, I feel like where I've worked with lots of different things, it's nice because I kind of can compare different things, honestly, with people, but nice that I get to share some of my favorite things with people as well and help them with things that they might have you know they might be looking for a different gel product or they might not have heard of these art gels before and i can honestly be like yeah these are banging try these
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it is like we end up getting a lot of products to try so you really can compare whereas like someone if they want to like try the best like whatever builder like it would be hard for them to buy a bunch of different ones and test it out themselves so
1: yeah Yeah, definitely and it's it's an expense as well you know for people Mm -hmm. like you invest in a brand you're fully invested in a brand it was always important for me to stay quite brand neutral i guess and obviously with the times try new things and stuff like that so that especially like the network members like the more i get to know them and i can ask them like what kind of clients do you have are you trying to do extend are you doing extensions the majority of the time okay you need something a bit harder a little bit more long wearing try this have you got do you just want to do like natural nails okay, try this. Do you want hema free? Okay, try this. Do you like a thicker consistency? You know, like, it's so nice being able to genuinely help. And I think also fill that gap that I know I would have found helpful at the beginning of my career, especially now, like for nail techs now starting out and just stepping into this world of like a gazillion brands, a gazillion products, like Instagram showing you all these things. Like, it's nice to feel like I can be like, okay, slow down, when you're opening your salon you don't need 45,000 colors you literally need like your red your plum your black your white something to do a neutral french with a couple of brights glitter you're good to go like and then help them guide them in whatever way could help them
0: i like that also also too that you have the now the network too that it's like more personal same with like the podcast like instagram i guess is like the showy like get all everyone's attention but then it's like. Responding to comments. Like, also, one thing that drives me crazy people ask a question and then they turn off their reply (laughs) in the comment. I'm like, why did you ask me a question? Now I can't answer. (laughs) (laughs) But now you can be able to have these deeper conversations on the podcast, on the network, and like actually help people, which I mean is amazing. Yeah.
1: No, I love it. I think people make the world go around, right? And I think from like the nail tech background in me back to like the massage I love people I love people I love chatting to different people and helping different people and yeah I'm really grateful that that is like at the core of what we do now not even thinking about next year and what we want to do and hopefully have like our own events and things but I want to have like I still want it to be intimate Like, I don't, I want people to feel like if they come to a clorgasmic event, that they genuinely left. Like, we love a party. Like, we love it. Like, I will happily dance with you till 3am. But that is not going to aid you in your business. I'd like to be able, you know, I can't party all night long. I want to be able to add value. Been some incredible events lately where, you know, we've been lucky enough to be on stage and they've had incredible speakers about like pricing and branding and what they're doing in the industry is just phenomenal. It's a brand that I absolutely love called Hona. And we've been with them twice this year um, and they put on these incredible, incredible events. Best of both. So the whole day is like jam packed of like practical advice that you can take and use with your business. And then they have that incredible party in the evening, but you've still left with so much substance and so much. And yeah, it's definitely inspired me. I'm like, yeah, I want to kind of give back to the community in that way as well. Cause yeah, they, they're a fantastic brand. Love them.
0: (laughs) I always get so energized after like talking to somebody, like I want to like do what they're doing and like learn from them. And (laughs) I just get so excited. So (laughs) I appreciate you sharing and talking with me today. Oh, thank you for
1: putting me on
0: follow clawgasmic listen to clawgasmic nail tech talks podcast of course I'll link everything down below where can people find you other than that
1: (laughs) oh thank you so yeah I'm the podcast Instagram is my favorite place to hang on the internet so at clawgasmic on Instagram at clawgasmic on TikTok I'm trying to figure out TikTok but I feel like people are a little bit more mean on TikTok so I'm a little bit scared of the TikTok TikTokers (laughs) <laughs> i had a comment the other day it was like oh my gosh cuticles are because it's so crusty and i was like ouch it was it was dehydrated because i was doing the nail art give me a second wait till the end you didn't watch till the end when the oil came out give me a minute <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah at clogasmic on tiktok at clogasmic on instagram and www.clogasmic.com perfect
0: thank you thank you okay well i will leave all the links down below i will link the cloggasmic episode with yours truly as well as her nail network and now for some comments love fresh paint says ape not knowing about the grunge music genre makes me feel old but also nirvana surely you've heard of them love the episode can't wait for more (laughs) i've heard of them i think no i have (laughs) But grunge? I guess I didn't know that was called grunge. Well, you'll never know what you're going to learn on Nail Bay Pod. Nina Please Nail says, obsessed with Glossy Tipped. She is such a trendsetter. Yes, she is. Confessions of a Rapaholic says, Abe, I just started listening to your podcast chronologically, and I have to say I love it so far. I think you're an amazing host, and it's super interesting to hear about your guests. Would have never thought I'd ever listen to a nail podcast, lol. (laughs) Well, here we are. I never thought I'd be hosting a nail podcast, but... (laughs) I'm glad I'm here and I'm glad I can bring these episodes to you. So please leave me a comment down below. Also, rate the pod. I know about half of you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So if you want to leave me a review over there, I'd be grateful. And with that, I will see you next Thursday.